Don't eat or drink anything after midnight, they said, so I didn't. Now I have a dry mouth as I walk into the surgery center for my second post-career operation. Probably not my last. I'm an experienced patient. I've had many injuries and several surgeries. Still, I'm nervous. How can one be calm here? Masked strangers are coming at me with knives. I'll be unable to defend myself. TVs are on in the waiting room while I fill out infinite forms. The morning news says that a TV cameraman and reporter was shot to death on air a few minutes ago in Virginia. The fourth estate shakes through the screen. Should I call off the surgery? No. Carry on, says a toothpaste commercial. A door opens and a voice says my name. I follow the voice into a room of tiled whites and light blues and change into a gown behind a curtain in a large pre-op room with several other patients. There are many doctors coming in for the day and high-fiving each other and telling jokes. This is another day at the office for them. This is me getting opened like a tin can. I lie on a gurney and the voice shaves my ankle and I'm happy that it's not my butthole that she's shaving like it was for my last surgery. Not butthole surgery, but hamstring surgery. A man with a dramatic, almost theatrical voice talks loudly beyond the curtains about his two daughters, who are both in prestigious graduate schools. Well, I should think so, he says, laughing to someone. While from the other direction, my curtain pulls back, revealing a familiar face. It's Dr. Theodore Schlegel, my old Broncos doctor. Hey, Nate, I heard you were in here and wanted to come and say hi. I'm happy to see him. Happy he wanted to see me. He was in slow getting up. He says he read it after his patients kept telling him he should. He says he remembers my injuries and that there are no hard feelings about how I described the damage. He says that I was fair. We chat about why I'm here, my ankle. Then he talks about a paper he co-authored with several other NFL doctors that asked the league to look into limiting the use of Toradol, the anti-inflammatory injection of choice. Toradol is a dangerous drug. Players come to rely on it, ask for it, makes them feel like Superman. No pain on game day. But it masks the severity of injuries while thinning blood and exacerbating internal bleeding, potentially worsening the symptoms of a brain injury. Dr. Schlegel's no longer with the Broncos, he says. It's for the best, he says. Good luck, says Schlegel, and leaves me to my gurney. He's quickly replaced by the man with a bellowing voice, the anesthesiologist. No wonder he's singing. He has the bye-bye juice. Have you ever had any trouble with anesthesia, he asks. No, I like Anna. She was always nice. Good, he says, as he sticks in the needle and triggers the first wave. Have you thought about a nerve block? I'm not nervous. That's not what I mean. A nerve block is for pain. It will make your life a whole lot easier post-op. I usually recommend it to patients having surgery on their lower body. What we would do is go in through the back of your thigh and inject a numbing agent into a ganglion of nerves that will temporarily, for about 24 to 48 hours, numb everything below your shin and allow you to get some rest once the anesthesia wears off. Otherwise, it can be a pretty tough recovery, especially if they're opening you all the way up. He thumbs through my file. Which they are. Sure, I'll take cheese with that. 
I agreed to the recommendation of a licensed medical professional, but immediately regret it as he asked me to flip over onto my belly. An IV is hooked to my left hand and tangles under me as I turn. As he ultrasounds the back of my thigh to find the ganglion, he asks me what I do. Writer. A writer! Fantastic! My daughter is attending Oxford this fall on a literature fellowship. Do you have any advice for young writers? Yeah. Write for no one but yourself. For no eyes but God's. Hmm. I have a file in my computer that I write in every day and that no one but me ever reads. And it's the best way to grow as a writer, I think, and to find your own voice. That's great, he says. That's really great. The best writing advice I've heard. He sticks the needle in. This one does not make me laugh. This is something different. This needle is searching for a vital essence, seeking to snuff out that which makes me feel 